Lazım. Lazım so. Lazım means I must in Arabic. I have to. Or you know, this is something that needs to happen. Lazım. Lazım. Lazım, lazım. I need to talk today. It's just funny, a part of me feels like a part of me feels like I'm tired of talking, like when the thought of, you know, getting the mic and going and talking for an hour or something uh, comes into my head, I feel like, oh, uh, I don't really want to do that. A part of me is like energy I don't have. And I've been avoiding talking the past while because I've, I've been going to so many events. Uh, by the way, this episode won't be 15 minutes, I really doubt it. I wanted to really build a proper format a proper episode episodic sequence of 15 minute episodes and i've been trying to create the process and maybe that's just a bad excuse creating the process um but i know by next week it's going going to happen but i thought you know i have a backlog of recorded episodes with friends of mine and i needed to get them out like jan and yazan but uh being here in berlin the past two or three weeks i arrived here on the 11th of october i had my visa appointment on the 8th of october and right now it's the 2nd of november so i've been in berlin for about three weeks and it's funny because you know i was stressed about so many things the past while you know when i went to jordan i was stressed of whether or not I'd be able to come back. I had a ticket coming back, but you know, there's this paper in Jordan called Khidmat al-Alam, which is basically a document that you have. It's this small notebook, green, small green notebook, that Khidmat al-Alam means service of the flag. So you have to do two years in service of the country, where you, ha you have it in a lot of societies like Greece, Finland and Israel where where you do two years of military service or a year and we have that in Jordan but you just keep postponing it you know and even if you wanted to do two years in, in the military uh, as a rookie they wouldn't let you uh, they don't have the system functioning anyways so but you still have to postpone it every year and if you if they ask you for the notebook in the airport and you didn't postpone it then they, they don't let you fly so I went to Jordan and I, I hadn't postponed that year and I didn't want to postpone. So I was, I was stressed out that I wouldn't be coming back to Germany. Maybe there was that possibility. I was tired when I was in Jordan and I kept on looking for jobs when I was in Jordan or kept on thinking about how I want to look for jobs. And I can see now that, you know, I was, I was stressed for the thesis. I was stressed for the finding a job. I was stressed for now finding an apartment. I'm like, there's so many things in my life that happened that, that I think I think to myself like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, and I think about it a lot. But then I get it done at some point, and it happens, and life moves on. And then there's the other thing that now you're stressed about, like how right now I'm I'm staying with my brother at an apartment, and I have my own bedroom finally. Like it's, it's been a month and a half since I've actually like had my own space. Um, like back at Omar's place, I had my own space, and that was awesome. But in like four or five days, my brother's friend is coming and he's going to take the room and I'm going to be staying on the couch. So uh, it's fine, you know, I'm OK with that. But it's just that I've been very unstable for a very long time, very long time. And a part of me is always just like I want to I want stability. I want to <laughs> I want that stability. 
But at the same time, you know, like I spread myself too thin with so many things that I want to do, how I want to edit the book. By the way, I finally posted it on Facebook and I posted and told everyone on Facebook and Instagram, the people that know me, uh, that, yo, I have a book out, even though it's incomplete and I still haven't edited it properly yet. And I'm going through it the past few days and I'm just thinking like, what the fuck? You know, this needs to be reorganized completely and redone somewhat because damn you know I don't think I got to the heart of the idea properly because the last three chapters specifically I was like what the fuck am I even talking about you know the points are clear but it just is irrelevant somewhat and uh, I'm not getting to a proper point it's just uh, I don't know I don't know you'd have to read it to understand four months after writing it <laughs> shit I just got scared for a second that I forgot to start recording. <laughs> Man. So what I've been going through the past while here in Berlin is the fact that I'm going to a lot of events and I'm talking to a lot of people and it's funny because there's so many events happening all the time and every time you go you have drinks for free like you can have water for free or like usually alcoholic drinks too. And there's a small buffet where you can eat and the people you know some events people are like every event the crowd is different i went to this event where there was this woman who published she's a german woman who started the company like nine years ago and she has 150 employees now and she's happy about that and she wrote a book about success in german uh, about 70 pages and it's called uh, how to be or how to follow success or how to find success the cover was just like blue leather. There wasn't a really cover design. And she did this small party to celebrate the book publishing. And it's, it's a different crowd because I was in a scenario where 90% of the attendees were women and 10% were men. And most of the women were <coughs> from a magazine background, a reporter, writer background, or some, some type of writing background and uh, just made for a different crowd and I thought that was interesting but like when the woman talked about her book she she didn't mention her book she stood up and just talked about herself and her life uh, which was for me funny because she didn't mention anything about the book but it's it's nice like I got perspective from that because you just see like how if you want a specific crowd of people just go to a different type of event but like, uh, depends on what I crave at what moment, and you know, if I feel like talking to these types of people, then. But this is the entire point of me being here. You know, I'm I'm trying to see what type of people exist in which scenario, and I'm trying to see where I fit in all of that. And because of how many places I went to, the people I'm talking to, and all of that, I, it's really easy for me to start the conversation with a stranger. I usually find something that we can both uh, find something in common. Like there's a buffet, and it, it looks really good. And there's this woman next to me <coughs> and I'd look at her and I'd be like, wow, like, uh, I don't want to eat the food because I think it just looks too good. You know, I don't want to ruin, uh, ruin how it looks like. And then she'd laugh and then we'd start talking. Uh, people are usually very receptive to, at least here, to, uh, to being talked to. And, uh, and like, I take it from there. But, but the problem is, is that like, I'm, I'm looking at how many people I spoke to and the impact I'm trying to create or the, the result that I want from it. Like, what, what is it that I want? I, I want a job. I want to be around people that, that I respect and admire and can enrich my life in, in one way or another. But um, am I really getting that, you know? 
uh, like I was at this writing event and I was thinking to myself like why the fuck am I here uh, like none of these people are going to help me sure there were a few cute girls that I could talk to and I, I talked to them uh, but uh, I'm like I'm not gonna gain anything out of this so why am I here so another part to it is that just be just because I'm talking to so many people it feels like very superficial uh, and artificial how, how I'm talking you know at, when I first came here you know, I was very genuine because I came with that fresh energy this beginner mindset, I was here, it was new, I was new, and I had that mindset, you know, seed underneath concrete, I'm gonna own the city, stuff like that. And like, when I was talking to people, they felt it, I think. But now when I'm talking to them, it goes back to repeating the same patterns and same answers that everyone, you know, asks and you give. Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, I graduated uh, three weeks ago from Hamburg, and now I'm here because I wanna establish myself here. Uh, what did you study? Oh, business management. Now I'm looking into business design and and trying to see how I can help with user experience or, or like no, maybe I want I want to also be a writer. I want to help with this. I want to help with that. And like it, it becomes very generic, and that's killing me, man. Because I, I I hate the repetitive. You know, I want something different every time. And maybe it's my fault because when people ask me this question. I give them the automatic response, and that takes energy from me in a way I really hate. Instead of being more in the moment and trying to understand more how I can make more of the moment once I'm there. So this is me reminding myself that I, I just want to be more genuine again. And I've, I, I was that somewhat today and yesterday and I really like that. Uh, seeing myself back to finding new ways to reach different people instead of the usual conversational patterns that I take. And... I'm not worried, like, uh, this is also another pattern. Uh, <laughs> I'm not worried about, about, about you know, I, I shouldn't stress about anything. And, and lately I've been sleeping and, like, I, I really love sleep. But I always have this part of me that's telling me, you shouldn't be asleep, you should be awake doing stuff. And that takes away from the sleep that I'm having. And I don't think I should let this happen. I think while I'm in this stage in my life and I'm, I, could, I get to sleep the way I get to sleep, like, nine hours, fully completely out very comfortable uh, I should take advantage of it right uh, I don't know later in my life how often I'd be able to sleep like this it goes back to the point of being stressed in Jordan or being stressed about my thesis or being stressed about a million million different things you get to be where you are you know and, and let yourself rest let yourself uh, enjoy it because as as I was stressed about all these things, they all passed and feeling like like that isn't going to get to anyone anywhere. <sighs> and I have I got myself a light alarm clock. So what happened was I stayed at a friend's place and their roommate, like the two girls that I talked about, and, and their roommate, I mentioned that uh, like in a conversation, we were talking about going clubbing and I asked them like, how much does it cost? And they're like, 15 euros to enter. I'm like, fuck, I'd rather spend 25 euros and get myself a light alarm clock. And that same day, they went to this, uh, this woman that was trying to get rid of a lot of things from her apartment for free. And he went there and he saw the light alarm clock and he brought it for me. I was like, fuck, dude, I love you. So thank you so much. Because no one got me a gift in a long, long ass time. You know, the last gift I got was uh, Jan for my birthday, the massage. 
not the massage, the hot yoga, where I passed out and went to another dimension. And the one before that was Ilari in Finland, where he got me the turmeric out of nowhere. Um, so I don't get gifts often, and I really appreciated the fact that, you know, someone actually listened. And I tried it the other day, and I was so excited. I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't use it for like a week or two until I got to a stable position, because after... I stayed at their place, I went to another friend's place, and I stayed at their couch. I've been just jumping from mattress to couch, from couch to mattress. And I, you know, I, I finally have the room now, till the 27th of November, that's uh, till when my brother rented it. And I was like, yeah, and I put it on, and I'm like, yeah, I wanna fucking wake up at like 10.30 or 9.30, and I put it on, and like it lit up, and I woke up to the light, and then I stayed asleep. <laughs> And then it started, uh, it started uh, after 30 minutes, like you, if I put the alarm at 10.30, starting from 10, so half an hour before the alarm, it starts uh, increasing gradually its intensity of light. So it starts, it starts to get brighter and brighter. And once it hits the 10.30 mark, that's when there is a light alarm. That's like birds chirping or something like that, which is very calm and nice. It's nice not having the alarm be your phone. I think that's a big difference. But still, you know, I don't, I didn't want any sound because even if I put, like, if I turn the sound off, once it hits the 10:30 mark, it still plays sound, which I, which I hate, even though it's pretty low. But uh, yeah, I wake up to the light, and it's nicer than waking up to, to sound. <coughs> but I'm not in a stage in my life where I feel like I need to get up early. When I wake up early, I just go back to sleep because I feel like. There's nothing for me to be doing. Like, why would I be up this early? If I had something I had to do that early, then yeah, sure, I get it. But otherwise, uh, there's no point. Wow, I just sat on a bench and I was so wet. And I'm checking other benches to make sure it's not piss. <laughs> it's Berlin, you know? You never, you never know if you're gonna sit on piss. So, but yeah, like, it's so lovely. Like, whenever I'm anywhere, I'm always just finding someone to talk to. Um, waiting for a train or or anything like that like yesterday night I talked to this uh, German dude who teaches uh, French and Spanish he learned French and Spanish and like he loves Palestine and, and it was lovely a lot of people are lovely here I just think I just have to be awake a lot of the time to make sure that you know if there are bad people and I need to always be aware not to let myself be hurt I think it just goes down to being my responsibility to protect myself so yeah, I just had uh, a really good day. <laughs> Talking about my day. So going back to this genuine uh, thing, being genuine. Uh, you know, if you, because this is the character that I want to write for how the smoke dances. And I, and I want to talk about two things right now. One is how the fact that I share so much on the podcast, even though at this point, maybe 10, 15 people are like usually proactively consistently listening a lot of these things were secrets of mine you know the books that I want to write and all of that and that gave me a strength of, of of will in myself because I know that even though these people don't know I'm going to be doing these things at some point but now it's weird now that I've talked about them I've talked about blink twice I've talked about how the smoke dances they're not really secrets anymore even though I have other storylines that are secrets but it takes away a bit of, of that strength of will of knowing that this is something just for me. Because now it's no longer just for me. 
But even though it's just for between us now, which I, which I like. But I somewhat forgot that just because I'm saying things here doesn't mean that people I meet in the street know them. And there's a... I don't know, weird sensation in a part of me that feels like that everyone knows even though they don't, and I know that. I'm not getting it completely right, I feel, but... Uh, it is something like that, you know, part of me that isn't bothered to tell someone I just met about what I think the universe is or, or things that I want to do or my ambitions or things like that because I've already talked about these things loads so it just feels like it's going to be more energy but then again, how do you get to know new people? how do you talk about yourself? And again, I go back to the point, and I mention it so often. What is it about me that I want people to like? Who am I even, you know? And I've been asking myself this while meditating. Like, a thought comes up, and my brother led me to this. A thought comes up, and you ask yourself, whatever the thought is, you know, and anything is a thought, even the thought of the thought. To whom does this thought belong? And the natural answer is, to me. This slot belongs to me. But who am I? Who the fuck are you? And that's the narrative you, that's the thought pattern you go into your head. Whatever thought pops up, you always go, to whom does this thought belong? To me. Well, who am I? And then you go back to trying to find your center, your source, the observer, the awareness, because that's in fact what we are. At least that's on the only fact that we can comfortably say we know is that at this moment right now, I observe. I'm listening to this voice right now. I'm walking in a park with leaves under my feet that just fell because it's autumn. And you're probably doing, every one of you is doing something completely different. But all you know right now is that you observe. And you are in this moment listening to this voice doing whatever it is that you're doing but you're observing it through your vessel and this is something else that my brother told me it's pretty cool dude this would be cool if we <laughs> felt more like friends rather than uh it's weird man i think like we might record an episode together tomorrow with his girlfriend she's back in town and see if we Cause like he's always trying to find faults in me he thinks i need to correct because he knows me a lot and he's he's been where i am not exactly because we're very different but very similar people um yeah very fortunate to have him in my life i'll always think that very fortunate for having the life that i have and i watched the joker by the way wasn't a bad film at all really like the actor like i related to him a lot i have a i have a thc vape cartridge so it's like a vape pen but don't tell anyone yeah <laughs> it's like a vape pen but if you smoke from it it's just thc so you get super high like from one puff but it's so easy to abuse you know that's the that's the problem with it but the other side of it's like it's a superpower you know you don't have to roll you don't have to anything you just, uh, you can smoke anywhere and no one smells it, no one sees it, no one, anything. 
So it's really like a superpower. You get to smoke anywhere that you want, whenever you want. So I'm going to... I still have the cartridge, but I have to buy a vape pen. But I'm broke, so it doesn't make sense for me to do that now. And, you know, a lot of what's going on in my mind is how I want to adapt my life to, to the situation. You know, like, I can apply to something in the government here that proves I have... Uh, It proves that I have, uh, like, uh, I don't have lots of income. I don't have any income. So I can prove that I my income is less than 16,000 euros a year. And because of that, I can get a cheaper apartment through the government. And I want to apply for that, actually, because it would make finding an apartment in Berlin actually doable. Uh, but I wonder what type of apartment I'd get. You know, I have no idea. Uh, plus the jobs and all of that and trying to always get back in touch with them and everything. Uh, and I want to sit down and think about that because I want to come in with new energy into this but the uh, types of events I've been to here have been pretty cool I uh, went to clean tech talk clean tech they were talking about how technology can help sustainability in this world and the environment and stuff and they got four talkers really amazing I'll see if I can invite one of them to, on the podcast at some point uh, they were all really cool. Uh, something I do want to explore, but not in this episode. I love leaves. And yeah, that's about it. I'm thinking a lot about changing my fashion. Everyone in Berlin dresses. Uh, I still need to discover my style and discover myself. And like, there's this new layer of discovery that I have to do with myself that I have to go through again. And this is just. Uh, just feels like every time I go through this transformation to figure myself out, I find myself in a new state where I have to transform again. And I'm always in that uh, flux. Uh, <laughs> and it's somehow frustrating, right? Uh, but at the same time, interesting. But at the same time, who the fuck am I? I'll keep asking that. I still don't know who I am. And I'm not basing myself on the past podcast episodes, uh, what I said earlier, or anything like that. It's always been that I will always learn from my mistakes. I will always move forward and I will always be the person I think I need to be to create the best impact that I can on this world. But right now, that's what I'm questioning a lot. How am I driving impact? What am I really changing and how am I really changing it? What is movement and what is moving because of me? <sighs> Uh, let's hope it makes for an interesting life, right? Just because, like, seeing it through my own eyes and being it, whatever this is, uh, you see it differently. That's it, you know? Sure, I see how I progressed. Even with the last year alone, I feel like I, I really matured a lot. I'm very understanding. The last 10 years of my life, I became 17 different people. <laughs> I'm so much more socially aware, so much more understanding of how things need to move or the types of questions that we need to ask. And I'm still like improving in these things, definitely. But even though you, there's so much progress in myself, just the fact that I don't have that much money and the fact that I'm still fixing my life and the fact that, you know, I'm not seeing this reflect in my life right now. 
even though the, I'm, I'm pushing against the city, it's a bit uh, brings you down. But it, uh, if I'm talking about reflection and how things reflect back, it's been two weeks right now and almost every day I'm running into someone I met beforehand. Either at another event or in the streets, I just ran into two people that I that I know today, at two different times, and that's crazy. So it's been here for two weeks, man. I'm already running into people. Some people you just say hi and you know you don't want to see each other again. Other people you actually do want to see each other again, and I'm not going to stop. You know, that's it, because I can't stop. <laughs> Otherwise, I am fucked. Alright, I love you guys. Promise I'm gonna do a 15 minute or 10 minute. I just wanna do like one episode on one thing and be done with that. But this episode pretty much covers the last two weeks. Uh, hopefully, I can record with my brother, uh, do a few other things. But it's Saturday night in Berlin, it's time to go out. Plus, the parks here are amazing, man. I love how I just got into the park. Felt completely fucking isolated from everything. You don't hear any cars or anything any, at all. The trees just absorb all the sound and then you just sit there. And you're so much calmer than... It's so much noise, man. But I'm glad you have the escape. I just need to utilize it more. But then again, you're like, oh, it's cold. Fuck that. Go. Right? Have a good day. Goodbye.